What's good, everybody? It is your boy, the Big Chi, Chris Chion. Thank you for taking some time out of your afternoon, evening to check out the Big Chi Show and listen to an interview I've got going with Matt Hardy. He joined me on the show this week ahead of tonight's AEW Dynamite. That is 8 p.m. Eastern time on TNT. We've also got Double or Nothing going down in an empty Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. That is this Saturday, May 23rd, pay-per-view. And I asked Matt, first and foremost, about another reinvention. We all know about the delete Matt Hardy character. Are we going to be seeing that more so? And we talked also about how he's going to be going up against guys like Chris Jericho. Once again, like the times they had in WWE. Guys like Kenny Omega, Sammy Guevara. Take a listen. Uh, massively excited. It, it's been just just everything about this experience has been just exceptional so far. So I, I've thoroughly enjoyed it, and I'm excited for what the future holds. When you talk about reinvention, even like what you're starting to see now, and you've seen shades of it already on AW Dynamite Television, about how now Broken Matt Hardy can also go back to being classic Matt Hardy. So there's a couple personalities going on there. You're going to see much, much more building as as we go forward. Like my goal in this reinvention is to create the most layered professional wrestling character in history, and that's what I'm working on. Broken Matt Hardy, how much of that persona came from real-life experiences? Or have you just been in the game so long that it was a concept developed, and you said you could run with this, this will work? I feel like any character that is good, there are going to be parts from you know, the reality of your life that is that is going to motivate that character or, or, or drive that character. But also I think a lot of the broken Matt Hardy stuff came from television. I became a big television fan once I took a little break from wrestling in 2011, 2012. And, and I think a lot of the broken Matt Hardy stuff was almost like pulled from different television shows and almost theatrical to a degree. You know, but also like I, I took a point in my life where I was a bit broken, where I almost did fade away and classify myself as obsolete, and I integrated all that into Broken Matt Hardy to kind of make it what it is. And it's it's a character that I love that is very polarizing in many ways. Like, the casual fans or more mainstream fans, they, like, love it because it's so unpredictable, and you never know what he's going to say or what he's going to do. And then sometimes the, the purest wrestling fans, sometimes they're offended because it's, like, too over the top for them or too much. And And, and that's okay. I really dig getting that reaction. And it works because it keeps people talking regardless. To me, there might not be a better Mike person in wrestling than Chris Jericho. I went to the AEW event in Baltimore back in the fall. Got a chance to cover his post-show presser afterwards. And just the confidence he exudes, the smack talk that's consistently coming out of his mouth, whether he's doing videos online or actually at the event. How much of an influence was Jericho factoring in the... the into the decision for you to join AEW? Jericho was definitely, uh, obviously, I've known him for over two decades, you know, so like he, he was a big part of kind of bringing me to AEW. Um, you know, I, I broke him out hardy, honestly, thanks Chris Jericho is a hole of the ass. You know, that is how he describes him. But you, you there is a lot of merit to what you're saying. He really is uh, an incredible talker, and he's also been an incredible uh, example of reinvention over the year and over the years and keeping himself fresh. So yeah, we've known each other for a long time, and he was definitely instrumental in, in helping me come to AEW. Uh, the Young Bucks were another 
uh, faction that, that were very instrumental. I'm great friends with those guys. Um, but but I'm just so happy to be here because this is it, this is the future of wrestling. Like this is what wrestling is meant to be. It's where pro wrestlers as artists really get to play their own music and and they do what they do. It's not someone putting words in their mouth. It's it's them, you know, being able to speak their own words and their own thoughts and and it comes off natural. And I think the audience through the television screen and the audiences uh, once they come back and they're in the arena, it 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 it, 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 it it's very obvious to tell this is the real genuine performer that you're getting not someone being scripted you mentioned the audience you're going to be wrestling in front of no fans in jacksonville stadium do you think you'll be able to perform as usual or when you're on that top of the turnbuckle about to fly high you may not have that extra oomph are you worried about wrestling in front of no fans i'll be honest it it is a very very strange it goes against everything instinctually about what we do as pro wrestlers to not be in front of a crowd. But after doing it for two and a half months now and, and doing empty arena uh, events, it, it's almost became the normal where it's not as strange. And that's really strange to me that, that it's became somewhat normal. But in this match, it, it literally is going to be all over the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. I mean, and you have 10 guys. Ten extremely talented guys, ten very creative guys. Um, I, I honestly believe this is going to be like when it comes to you know in the in the big scheme of things in in, in the big picture. Like when you think about Tim and Tag uh, and almost like a street fight, an empty arena match. I think this is going to be the most entertaining uh, big ten man tag match there has ever been in the history of pro wrestling. I would almost put money on it. And I have to ask, because I thought it was one of the most fascinating parts of your career, was that feud with Edge in 05-06 over Lita. Did you really feel that animosity in your heart and soul towards Edge? Or did you kind of recognize that i got to put business first? We can put on a really great show for the fans here, and they're going to think this is real and authentic. Hardy actually hates Edge. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, no, we, we were both very professional at that time. I mean, everything was everything was worked out pr- pretty quickly. Um, and, and it's just like if you're going to get in the ring and you're going to work someone, uh, you're going to get in the ring and you're going to perform with someone, I mean, you, you guys have to be on the same page because you have each other's lives in one another's hands. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 was, it was a great – the element to that was so good was things that I think we strive for now in this day and age. It's like fans need to watch the, the – the match and they need to question like is that real or is that not real like because they don't know where the line lies and that's that's our job to like blur that line and, and make the fans wonder like is this genuine or is this not genuine you know and and i think we really did a good job of doing that whenever i wrestled uh whenever i, I wrestled and had that program with edge back in 2005 2006 There you have it, Matt Hardy, catch the high-flying superstar AEW Dynamite Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern time on TNT, and this weekend pay-per-view in Jacksonville, Fort Dynamite. Big Cheese Show out. Thanks for listening.